This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Makoto spreads more lube over his right hand and one finger at a time starts working them into Takaru. Well, that's polite. Yeah, it's very polite. This is a very, very nice consensual thing going on. An earthquake happened and he slipped his whole hand and wrist all the way up to the elbow. Oh, Takaru Chan, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, like, no, no, no. He's just like, Henshin, Henshin. <laughs> it's not love until you can squeeze the pancreas. <laughs> you got that from a bumper sticker. How can you say you love her if you won't eat her poop? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. See y'all later. <laughs> Night, everybody. I'm fairly certain that was a line from an anime porn. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm so glad that somebody else is here to torture David with lines from Anal Sanctuary. <laughs> God, it's so bad. It's such a terrible fucking show. God. Uh. <laughs> Friday, Friday, Friday. This Friday only, and also every Friday. Come down to Night Horse Arena and strap in for a night of erotic demolition with Friday Night Fan Fiction. Come see superstars Sean, Val, Logan, David, and Steve-O get down and dirty with the marathon of the worst fan fiction ever written. Bring your mom! What? Bring your dad! But my dad's dead! Bring your kids! I'm 32 years old! Bring your pets! Find random people on the street and bring them too! I'm a fucking host on the show, you moron! Friday Night Fan Fiction. All chair have seatbelts, because this show is gonna blow your ass away! <laughs> Make sure to bring lots of booze, because you'll need it! Audience participation heavily required! Tickets don't cost a thing. That's right, it's free. Your entrance fee is your mental anguish and suffering at your subjection to these horrible stories that will give you nightmares for 10,000 years. The first 100 audience members get nothing, absolutely nothing, except the ability to maybe post more furry porn than David does. Don't miss Friday Night Fan Fiction. If you do, we'll send your browser history to your grandma. And you know that would break her heart. And be sure to stay after the show for our circle jerking and inflatable hot tub challenge. The first to fill the hot tub with their jizz has to drink it. Friday Night Fan Fiction. It's fucking fan fiction. Oh no, Pittsburgh hates Cleveland. So in the new show that's coming out in September, which is in Pittsburgh, the Goblin says, next time I'll go to a respectful city like Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> Great. I've never been to Cleveland, but I honestly don't ever want to visit Ohio ever again. Columbus is fine. Well, according to popular show, The Drew Carey Show, Cleveland rocks. Been to Cincinnati and beautifully nice place. Uh, there's a lot of racists. There's a really bad tiger infestation in Cincinnati. Tigers? <laughs> huh? Huh? Sports jokes? <laughs> huh? This is Friday Night Fan Fiction and David's fired forever. Sweet. Later, guys. Anyway, yeah, uh, being the villain is more fun, but as the hero, I take way less bumps. <laughs> so my knees don't get destroyed. Uh-huh. That's all right. So joining me tonight, I am Steve-O, of course. I haven't changed my name legally to Fortnite, obviously. Ah, uh, I'm changing mine to Fortnite right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fortnite, PUBG. VR. Can you at least leave your middle name intact? You cannot change Millpool. VR, Millpool, 
Hubbard. <laughs> that is a beautiful name. Let's see what our first image result is. I am your host, Fortnite, and joining me tonight are Val Knight, Sean Knight, David Knight, and our special guests, Mark with a C and Steve Radzinski. Hi, guys. Woo! Woo! Hello. Styling and profiling, having trouble keeping these gators down. Woo! Woo! Hi. That was great. That was really good. <laughs> is Mark saying things? Because I'm trying to hear him. I just said hi. Yay! He's got his four legally obligated words out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) I Google searched Fortnite PUBG VR Millpool Hubbard and the very first image result on Google... Was you! No! It is the Burley Dodd series in agricultural science, rice insect pests, and their management. What? Mark, you, um... I think you make music. I'm not sure. I have been accused of such things and I would like to lay those rumors to rest. Yes. Yeah, who the hell said that? <laughs> <laughs> the audacity of those people. Get it? Get it? Uh, no. I, I'll see myself out. I can confirm that yes, I do that, but I do many other things. For example, stop making music. <gasps> That's one of the other things I do. Like, so when I'm done with the song, I'll end it you know i have two modes that's really impressive i do need to ask a very serious question are you bullshitting because i need to know whether or not you are a motherfucker well let's just see where the episode takes us shall we (laughs) (laughs) where can people find your music pretty much anywhere that music is acquired nowadays sweet i'm going to kmart (laughs) <laughs> is it on Spoofy? Spoofy? <laughs> yeah, Spoofy. Yeah, you know, that, that streaming service, Spoofy. Oh, man, that's so cute. I really hope for Halloween they change their name to Spookify at some point. It's a good idea. They'll never do it. Oh, yeah. If people really want to hear what I do, there are so many places you can do it. Markwithac.com is the first one I'd point you to because... Also, up top, there's a neat little banner image, and if you click the neat little squares, it'll take you to my Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Uh, I don't know if we have a link up there to my Patreon yet, but if not, patreon.com slash Mark with a C. And beyond making music, I also work in the field of media journalism now. I've become more hosty in 2018 than I have really done much with music. I put out the best record of my career and then promptly went right into working for Consequence of Sound. Nice. Nice. That's cool. Congratulations on the good album. Well, that's that's awesome. I'm glad you're keeping yourself busy. Very, very, very busy. I just spent the last three months studying Janet Jackson. That's the current season of discography. It's all about the records by Janet Jackson. So sometimes I would occasionally take a break, strum a guitar and go, I'm sick of music. I've been researching nothing but music. And then, you know, I tried going outside, really overrated, but it is effective (laughs) at taking a break. When the sun's really bright in Florida, you can't see your cell phone. So you can't get... No, you can't because you're literally on fire. Yeah. (laughs) But no, that's great that you're keeping yourself busy, and we're happy to have you here. You've been keeping yourself busy and hate music for three months, and now you're going to read terrible fan fiction with a bunch of strange people on the internet. I'm excited for all of these things, but no, no, please don't misunderstand. I had a great time doing all the research about Janet Jackson, and I'm having a great time doing the research on the artists that we're going to cover for season three of Discography. And I will give you a hint, which is, if you know me, it should be the first thing that comes to mind and now make with your puns. Ah, uh, yes. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were right the first time. It's the band Yes. I'm kidding. It's not Yes. No, 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 no. That's me, David. Winner by default. 
<laughs> I will say that earlier today, he and I had a text messaging image war, and he won because my new phone doesn't have image editing software on it. Oh, I beat the shit out of him in that. I beat him so bad. I beat the shit out of the man that couldn't fight back. What a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll post the war. Stand post by the war. Second. Anyways, uh, happy to have you. Steve Radzinski, you've created my most reviled film name ever, because I have to explain to people how to spell a meowy Christmas. What? That's like the most common fucking pun. But it's not when you're raised in a Jewish family. <laughs> You've got a point. Look, it's not my fault that you guys celebrate the wrong holiday. (laughs) (laughs) It's alright, I don't celebrate anything anymore besides Arbor Day. Oh, fucking Meowie Arbor Day coming soon. (laughs) But really, shouldn't every day be Arbor Day? Meowie Arbor Day, they just stumbles upon this field of nothing but catnip, and it's a two-hour fever dream. (laughs) Two-hour fever dream, nightmares. So it's just the Wizard of Meows. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yes, I uh, I make movies. Some of the uh, films that Steve has been associated with has been all of my movies since Super Task Force One. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was great. No, Super Task Force One was good. I was in that. We discussed this. Super Task Force One might not have been the best soundtrack, but it by far has the best theme song because it's still stuck in my head five years later. So many people that I know talk about how they gave you a dime to download that song from your fucking website. And they still listen to it to this day. Uh, that explains how I was able to afford those nacho fries at Taco Bell the other day. Yeah, you're welcome for that. <laughs> yeah, so many people love that theme. It has so much longevity and so many people have checked out my movie because of that theme song. Nice. How is a Meowy Christmas doing? Well, I mean, it made a profit in two months in December and January, but it's not Christmas anymore. <laughs> so it's definitely puffed out a little bit, but I'm sure it'll pick back up this coming Christmas. But, Come next Christmas. But man, it fucking cleaned up with the kids i can say fuck right i don't know if this is a pg oh god no but no we um we model ourselves on the mr rogers model so <laughs> everyone is special everyone is special and also fucking horrendous <laughs> yep. it cleaned up well enough that i'm definitely gonna at least try to do a meowy halloween Ooh. um we're gonna make it a parody of a bunch of horror movies and the uh sort of we're gonna treat it with the same tone as earnest scared stupid Woohoo! We're straight up going to do scenes from, like, Sinister, where the cat is watching homemade movies of another animal not killing other people. Oh, that's horrible. (laughs) Nice. There'll be the Necromeowicon. Oh. Catu Parata Nianto. Those are the three words to banish people. (laughs) Is it some way you can link it to the Slasher Hunter universe? Uh, I mean, the Meowy Christmas takes place in the Slasher Hunter universe. Okay, cool. Confirmation here. That's all I need. We're good. Before we talk about this stuff way, way, way too much, where can people find your movies? If folks want to check out my films, you can head over to silverspotlightfilms.com, facebook.com slash silverspotlightfilms for news. You can find all my movies on the website. You can buy the DVDs or the Blu-rays and... If you prefer streaming, the only streaming website that treats filmmakers pretty decently is actually Amazon Prime Video. So you can find most of my films on Prime Video. So if you're a Prime subscriber, you can stream any of my stuff for quote-unquote free. Damn it! I just announced today on Twitter I'm boycotting Amazon. Son of a bitch. That's okay. They're the only streaming service that pays us a respectful amount. Well, that's good. Like, I make more on Amazon Prime Video in a few months than Netflix would pay me for an entire year of unlimited streaming. Ow. They pay per minute streamed, and it's a very fair rate. Fantastic. And also, I'm Spider-Man. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is Spider-Man. Yes. Don't forget that. I work for Marvel for all the stage shows. Tom Holland? More like Nerd Holland. I met Tom. I tried on Tom's original suit before Tom did. Oh, damn. Really? It's not the suit that's actually in Civil War because that was completely replaced with CGI. The original suit actually still had... It had the same logo, but the back spider was different and it had raised webbing and shit. Oh, oh that's cool. So it was closer to oh, Tony Maguire's as the far nerd as craftsmanships is concerned, right? <laughs> Because it's still a similar design. It just didn't have like the new 52 lines. And the webbing was like very black. I have to apologize for interrupting the nerdgasm, but Nerds! we should get to reading. And before we do another stalling tactic, we, we should announce that we do have two upcoming conventions that Friday Night Fan Fiction will actually be at. Yes. First, Sean is going to next weekend be at the all aviary convention called Gone Batty. It's talking about Batty from Ferngully and just reading nothing but Ferngully. Fanfics. I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, God. Sean, what's the convention you're going to? Gone Batier? Well, by the time this episode actually comes out, it will be a week after, Steve. So. But I do have another convention I'm going to. Gasp. Well, there's Calm Bravo that you, me, and Val are going to. Woohoo! And that's going to be next weekend. We don't have a time yet, but we do have confirmation that the panel will be on Friday. I will overdub the time because it will probably come out after we are done recording this. But it will be on Friday, July 27th. Awesome. Looking forward to seeing everybody there. Sorry, I've got plans that day. Oh, it's all right. It's also like 2,000 miles away from you. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't really matter. You know, if you want to do something bad enough, you'll find a way to do it. And I, I've got better plans. Uh, I've sorry. been trying to fist myself with the Statue of Liberty for 30 years. I'm still trying. Uh, who is Lord it? needs more lube. <laughs> yeah. All right, tell me the other convention. Uh, I'm going to Animathon in Edmonton, Alberta on August 10th, Friday night at 8 p.m. in Salon 13 and 14, Panel Room 8. It's a three-hour-long... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no, three and a half hours. I did it last year. You got the sexy treatment. All right. Skype me in, bruh. Yeah. No. So let's get started. We're going to be reading a 7,000-page fic. What? Called The Mega 60 Forms Chronicles. I don't have this much time. Wait, that... That's a real thing? No, it's not a real fucking thing. <laughs> okay, because I was on the Mega 60 forums for quite some time. So was I. I am aware. That's where you and Steve met. That is where we yeah, met, that's actually. That's a right. joke. Those forums were a hive of scum and villainy, but I made a lot of genuine friends there, too. Yeah. But it's also where I met my abusive ex, so fuck that cunt. Uh, <laughs> my ex-wife didn't go on the internet, so I never met her on the internet. Life was good. The first story we're going to be reading is called Morning, Morning Light by Takaho, and it's a common Rider ghost fan. Fic. <laughs> okay. This one I picked for you, Steve. Fantastic. So, Steve, you will be starting where the the lines are, and it says P two, and you're gonna go do, all. Do I have this link yet? The link is in the shame bucket in FNF announcements and in our staff chat. Well, well he, he can't go to the staff, staff chat. I'm aware he can't. I'm letting him Thanks, know. Asshole. Oh, look at me! I'm going to the staff chat right now. Common mm. writer ghost. That's not a good show. I've already read the whole thing, guys. Um, I'm not gonna give out any spoilers, but I think Fivel fans are gonna be really happy. <laughs> we talked about Fievel on the stream earlier. Hmm, fancy that. We talked about Fievel before you came back. Yeah. Coming yeah. all or full circle, baby. Son of a bitch. It's like poetry rhymes, or at least we hope it does. <laughs> it, 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 it rhymes in a weird, stupid way. Yeah. All right, and uh, refereeing for you is going to be your fellow Mega 64 former David. It means Hi. David Hello. has to do his fucking job. I'm sitting here on page one. Page two! 
Yeah, page one has nothing. Well, he's got to read the introduction. No, he doesn't. I read the summary. That's my job. Oh. Yeah, you asshole. That's the other Steve-O. Yeah, he's stupid Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call me Nichan. Makoto blushes, kissing Takaru's back repeatedly as he works backwards towards where Takaru wants him to be. Why not? Takaru asks, arching his back. It makes you hard. (laughs) Chapter one. Morning lights. Who are these people? I don't think I've watched Common Rider Ghost. Common Rider fan, but I haven't seen Ghost yet. Okay, well. I don't care. I just know it's people. One of them is the first Common Rider. Oh, no. The other one's the second Common Rider in Ghosts. Like that's the primary and the secondary. Got it. So, Steve, when did you become an expert on Common Rider? I didn't. I had to look up these characters to make sure it conformed with tonight's requirements. Oh, fair play. Fair play. I don't want to fuck up my first time on the show. Don't worry, we'll let you know if you fuck up. Just remember, we're all listening. And taking notes and grading and silently <laughs> judging. I mean, we'll loudly be judging. <laughs> loudly, silently <laughs> judging. Hold on, let me get on my phone real quick. Yeah, Bob Marvel. Hey, I got it, got it, your employee on the line. His his ass is grass if he don't shape up. Oh, shit, if Disney hears this, I may be fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't work for Disney, you work for Marvel. So I'm just going to change your name and Post to Reeve Sudzinski. Perfect. No one will know it's me. <laughs> also, I play Man Spider. <laughs> oh, he's my favorite character on the Man Spider program. A warm summer breeze sweeps up loudly against the outside of Takaro's window, rousing Makoto from his sleep. His gaze strays from the sun shining through the window and over to Takaro's sleeping frame next to him. He's doing what the kid did in uh, Ready Player One, where he somehow was able to Batman gambit his way into the enemy lair and just fucking lay waste to their digital infrastructure somehow. Well, you see, Dave, it's because it's a bad book. Yeah, I mean, it's it's entertaining. It's an entertaining movie, but I didn't think it was entertaining at all. I didn't. I haven't seen the movie. Uh, I, I, I hate the book. I actually really like the movie. I'll never see it again, though. Huh. I hated a lot about the book. Instead of, like, referencing Doctor Who, he would say, I watched Doctor Who! Pages of that. Curled up with his knees to his chest, Takaro is breathing softly, pressing his forehead to Makoto's chest. As Makoto starts to ease down into a more comfortable position to hold Takaro closer to him, Takaro begins to splay out, his arms coming up over his head and his legs parting just enough to make Makoto's mouth dry. Makoto Nietzsche! Oh, God. <laughs> Makoto's internal monologue, directing his attention back to Takro's small frame, his wh- light white t-shirt starting to rise, showing off his extremely soft stomach. Makoto props himself up, placing his hand on Takro's hip, rubbing his thumb on the gentle, untouched skin. I thought you had to be, like, shit-ripped to be fucking a common writer. Not always. Common writer actors are more likely to like buff compared to like say Super Sentai actors, but it's still just a mix of like whoever the best actor martial artist is. I mean, there's been plenty of smaller common writers. Yeah, got me there. Takaro, are you awake? Makoto asks. No. Honk shoo. Honk shoo. Ah, no means yes. Senpai, I don't know. Is that what Weeb say? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Positioning himself above Takaro, Takaro's eyes flutter open, mouth parting just slightly in admiration of Makoto's naked chest. Nakade. Makoto doesn't wait for him to respond before sliding his hands. That's my train. 
guys. Just apologize. <laughs> my train is a note for my penis. Oh, I got got the vapors here. I don't even see where I left off. Erko, Makoto doesn't wait for him to respond before sliding his hands underneath Takaro's shirt and pushing it up until it hits his neck. It sounds like the train is rooting you on. <laughs> I know. This is super nice right now. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! <laughs> Takaro puts his hands straight up urging Makoto's to pull his shirt off all the way. Makoto obliges. <laughs> moving Takaro's shirt and dropping it on the f- next to their futon. See, that's how you know they're Japanese, is they have futons. <laughs> <laughs> they went all out on being very accurate here. <laughs> what next? Are they going to visit a shrine? <laughs> Jesus Before Mako- Makoto gets a proper response, Takaro rotates slowly, propping himself up on his hands and knees, pressing his face into the pillow. Makoto pulls himself back, resting with his butt against the bottom of his feet. <laughs> for Takaro to finish squirming around. Takaro, what are you doing? I want you to take me from behind. Hi, Hanzo. You see me again? Takaro mumbles as his face pressed into the pillow. What? Makoto asks, pressing his chest against Takaro's back, knowing how much Takaro likes this. Tekro tries again, a little louder. I want Makoto Nichon to fuck me behind! <laughs> you cut out Whoa. so much saying that! <laughs> Say it again, please! No, it was the perfect as is. No, it wasn't! We missed like three of the words! <laughs> I want Makoto Nichon to fuck me from behind! Thank you! <laughs> You're welcome. I still like the first take. Yeah, Carl Disney, I have something you might want to hear. <laughs> Carl? Carl Disney's, Roy Disney's uncle. He turns his face to the side to look back at Makoto, showing a very endearing pout. <laughs> Don't call me Nietzsche! Makoto blushes, kissing Takaro's back repeatedly as he works backwards towards where M- Takaro wants him to be. Why not? Takaro asks, arching his back. It makes you <sighs> Just like when I poured concrete on you while you slept. <laughs> You're my dildo forever now. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's probably why they shouldn't open the sarcophagus. Uh, I saw a really great reply to that where they said that uh, we shouldn't open the sarcophagus until we finished all of the side quests. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's going to take forever, though. We can always come back to a previous save. Woo! Yeah, that's true. Shut up! Makoto mutters, putting his hands to work instead. Takaro giggles. <laughs> As Makoto pulls Takaro's pale blue boxers down, slipping them off his feet and placing them near his discarded shirt. No, it's not shirt. It's not a shirt. It's t-shirt. I'm sorry. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do the right thing. I messed up. Take the drink. I mean, you say that as if I have not been drinking this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's your own fucking mistake because when you are incapable of getting out of bed for three days because of the show, don't blame us. <sighs> I don't think anyone has ever had that problem, I'm Steve. I'm gonna interject here. Are we supposed to have alcoholic beverages nearby? Because I do not drink, and this is news to me. No, you don't You don't have to. You can do cocaine instead. <laughs> Great. <laughs> For our non-alcoholic folks, we suggest drinking water to stay thoroughly hydrated. Exactly. All right, we gotta get to this teeth clicking, which I don't know what the fuck that means. Well, you see, in Japan, it's proper reverence to click your teeth at something or someone that you respect. I don't know if you're lying or telling the truth. I am straight up lying. Well, they lick our fucking eyeballs over there, so I'm fucking no. It's fucking true. I saw it in Five Goes West. 
we have a source. He just went really fucking far west until it became east. <laughs> no, it makes sense. Mice and rats, brucks, so they do click their teeth. So that's exactly what that means. Makoto clicks his teeth and runs to the other side of the room to grab lube and condoms, leaving Tekro naked and waiting for a while, I assume. Hurry up! Tekro moans lustily. Hurry up! I want to feel your fingers, Makoto Nietzsche. I want to feel you from the inside. And just as a stealth tactic, they shoved in that wax mold that they made at the Ren Fair of their hand. <laughs> Makoto nearly trips over a over the pile of clothing on his way back. I almost read that as plate of clothing, and I was going to be very confused. Um, nom nom nom. <laughs> That's also a very Japanese thing: is the the plates of clothing. Don't kick shame. Sitting gracefully behind Takaro. Opening the lube and coating his fingers, Makoto spreads Takaro's ass, rubbing his thumb around Takaro's hole until he can slip it in easily. Makoto spreads more lube over his right hand and one finger at a time starts working them into Takaro. Well, that's polite. Yeah, it's very polite. This is a very, very nice consensual thing going on. An earthquake happened and he slipped his whole hand and wrist all the way up to the elbow. Oh, Takaro Chan, I'm sorry. Well, like, no, no, no. He's just like, Henshin, Henshin. <laughs> it's not love until you can squeeze the pancreas. Oh. You got that from a bumper sticker. How can you say you love her if you won't eat her poop? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. See y'all later. <laughs> Night, everybody. I'm fairly certain that was a line from an anime porn. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm so glad that somebody else is here to torture David with lines from Anal Sanctuary. <laughs> God, it's so bad. It's such a terrible fucking show. God. <laughs> Takro's moans could be illegal because a lot of things are in Japan. You're breaking the noise ordinance in this residential neighborhood. Oh. <laughs> Makoto thinks this part is far harder <laughs> for him to control himself than actually fucking Takaru. Okay, so this moaning is technically legal outside of the hours of 7 to 3 on a Wednesday. <laughs> Why specifically a Wednesday? <laughs> because that's when they do street cleaning for morality. <laughs> oh yeah, makes sense. Next song. Next up is Dave being refereed by Sean. What? I have to do two in a row? You're reading. Yeah, but I also had to read to make sure that he was doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we have to do every week. It's called work. Yes. Welcome to the show, David. I just... <laughs> I just got back from work like three hours ago. I have a good break. Oh, good. And after this, you're going to go down and work in the sulfur mines. Not the sulfur mines. It's my joke. <laughs> <laughs> With three fingers buried deep in Takaru's ass, Takaru comes for the first time. Nichan! Takaru mutters softly, pressing his ass back on Makoto's fingers. Makoto drops his head delicately on Takaru. Throw it back. Watching the f his fingers work in and out of Takaru's hole. So this guy just put in three fingers and he immediately fucking comes. I mean, that's what happens, right? Okay. No, it doesn't happen immediately when you put it in. It's when you move them out in the scissor motion that it happens. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, yes. The uh, Ross Perot. Hey, I've been drinking <laughs> enough to say that I like butt stuff. 
and shame. Yeah, me too. It's cool. We we regularly talk about bad dragon dildos here, so Yeah, they don't want to sponsor us because they don't sponsor anybody at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. So it's not not wanting to sponsor us. It's that they don't sponsor a single fucking thing. Yeah. Well, they don't want to sponsor anything now. <laughs> hey, Robert Bad Dragon, I got some things for you. <laughs> we actually need to invite Steve Rudd to come on to say why he likes Batman versus Superman. Oh, I will I will speak for hours about how much I like Batman versus Superman. That is my favorite superhero movie. It's not my favorite superhero movie. That's okay. It's my favorite superhero movie to turn off. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite superhero movie is the second Power Rangers movie. Fight me. You mean Turbo? No, the second Power Rangers movie. Turbo was a Power Rangers movie, but not the Power Rangers movie. So you mean the reboot one? Okay, yeah. Right. It's not actually good. I don't like it. It's fucking... Yeah, that movie was shit. My favorite superhero movie is The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) I mean, that's... A f- pretty good TV movie. <laughs> like, all joking aside. I was actually trying to figure out if that was serious in a real film. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was no, like, it's a well, real movie. After the TV ended, they read major TV movies of the Hulk. Yeah, like, well, well, as the Hulk sort of disrupts his internet over there. You know what? My favorite superhero movie is Adventures in Babysitting. Come on, nobody, nobody is going to congratulate me on that reference? I mean, it's a reference, but it's not a superhero movie, so shut the fuck up. Yes, it is. Christina Applegate was a hero, and that kid was Thor. Yes, it was awesome. Yes, I know. Read. In <laughs> Taku reaches a hand back and grabs Makoto's desperately. <laughs> what Takaru? Makoto breathes heavily, pulling his fingers from Takaru's hole and wiping them on his boxes. Gross! Those are gonna go get so crunchy. Ew. Oh, ew. <laughs> I hope he douched before this. Everyone knows that a common writer has magical buttholes that are always clean. Oh yeah, that's part of. It was established the in the third common writer, and they also have plates full of clothes. Plates of clothes. Plates full of them. Every common writer transformation comes with a four-hour-long colonoscopy. The monster is just sitting there with like the paper. <laughs> it's part of the montage, so the monster can't do anything. <laughs> uh, you know, I could be doing my laundry right now. I have plates full of laundry at the house. <laughs> I want your dick inside me now. Takaru looks back at Makoto. Fire in his eyes and Makoto is pulled into action. Pulling his boxers down far too quickly and tripping all over himself, Makoto finally gets his dick out and stands up on his knees behind Takaru. Putting on a condom and himself a flume. I'm not acknowledging it. I'm not acknowledging it. Wait, we can do that? (laughs) This just became a very different show. Makoto positions his dick in Takaru's hole. I don't actually know how to play any of these songs, so this is going to be fun. Can you just give me, like, the fucking Dragon Ball on acoustic guitar? That'd be great. No, I'm playing an acoustic bass, so I'm going to try to come up with a porn groove for you. (laughs) Chala, hechala, egamo, uteyodomida. Coca Quaya Sparking. <laughs> this is just an episode of Cowboy Bebop no, with Jay Sexton. No, no. <laughs> My name is Spike Spiegel. I'm a creamy beehole. Okay, I can't play to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm too hard. I just can't. Makoto positions his dick to Takaru's hole. Takaru buries his face in the pillow again and thrusts backwards, struggling to get Makoto's dick inside of him. Makoto takes that as his cue and starts to push in. 
Tuckaroo's hole is almost as soft as the rest of his body. Oh! Oh! I don't know why it's in italics right there, but I, I felt that was a need for Lord Zed or something, you know? Makoto thinks before shamming him. Shamwowing. <laughs> Definitely shamwow. Is that, yeah, that is shaming. Yeah, he's shaming himself in <laughs> I can't believe my plate full of laundry has led to this. Oh, my ancestors. It's shame over just wiping his fingers on the boxer. <laughs> there's, there's your next t-shirt idea, Val. Just have a plate with laundry on it. There, we make money. Yay! Hopefully that plate has towels. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea for a shirt, to be honest. That's what I just in Japanese. Oh, is it? <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> You never have to listen to him. Thanks, man. You just have to listen to a Steve in this room. Sweet. Oh, <laughs> I have been usurped. <laughs> Steve, what should this voice be then? I mean, you have a very sexy voice as it's Dave. All right. See, see, it's not just me saying I want regular Dave all the time. You do have a sexy voice. DBZ, but with porno. Got yes, it. Yes, exactly. Finally, with both of them sweating as hard as ever, Makoto slides all the way in. Pulling out a little, Makoto drips more lube on his dick and grabs Takaru's hips with both hands. Just grabs. <laughs> Makoto drips more lube on his dick, grabs Takaru's hips with both hands, and finally gives in to his true desires. Takaru's hole spreads wide, taking all of Makoto's dick. One of Makoto's hands works its way up to Takaru's hair, grabbing some in his hand, pulling Takaru's head back. Makoto shoves in harder, repetitively, <laughs> fucking Takaru in a steady clip. What a sentence. The ticket pays for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. What's this? It looks like Frieza has gone Super Saiyan on his butt. <laughs> I'll stop you, Goku! Wait, so you said you're almost perfect? <laughs> Frieza, I can't let you do this! If you win, then my butt will be shamed! And my plate of laundry will be out of the question! Yeah, I have questions. What is your question, woman? Laundry comes in baskets, not plates. No, you are correct. No, what a no, this is a bitch. cultural difference! What a fucking racist! <laughs> Dave, tell her she's a fucking racist. Dave, don't tell her she's a fucking racist. Make her no. listen to the show. I need more plays on the sound. No. no. David, can you finish reading? What's this? Steve wants David to finish reading the story? Yes. Action. No matter how much Makoto gives, Tekru takes it and gives it back. No. Shoving his ass backward. What? You added a word. No, it takes it and gives back. You gives it what back. Oh, he's right. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll take another drink. You don't have to you... drink every time he makes a mistake. <sighs> Steve, are you taking the silver bullets for me, man? Dude, this is straight whiskey, and I've been drinking a lot of it. Holy shit. All right, I'm going to get myself an alibi right now. I don't like the taste of wheat tea, but straight whiskey, I drink that shit like it's water. Well, that's because it's wheat tea, but the good kind. Exactly. It's been fermented with alcohol. Yes. Takes it and gives back, shoving his ass backward onto Makoto's dick over and over again. Makoto can tell Takaru was close. His hole is fluttering as Makoto fucks him. <laughs> his Makoto hole is fluttering? <laughs> and it sounded a little something like... <laughs> I am going to speed that up so it sounds like a hummingbird. <laughs> it's like a masturbating moth. I'm going to excuse myself from the desk real quick. I need to go get more drink. Oh, you need to finish reading first. Yeah, finish reading. He's and he's gone. Makoto finally drapes no, his chest don't read for me. back. The position Takaru likes for me. the best. Come on, stop it. And continues 
an even My wife faster pace. I wanted to get her a drink. Oh, look! Dave is finally back. It's a fucking miracle. Holy shit. That is the fastest Dave's ever come back from stepping away from the mic. We're going to do that all the time. You're now. welcome. I, did, I made a discovery. <laughs> he knows I hate reading, but he knows I hate being usurped more. <laughs> Makoto Nishan, I came to get served. <laughs> God damn it, Steve. <laughs> Takaru says quietly, barely audible. Oh, then I probably shouldn't have yelled that. <laughs> it's so loud Ma- you couldn't hear it. It's <sighs> Makoto can't hear. Oh. <laughs> You can do it. Makoto can't hear him because there's a train going by encouraging him. (laughs) No, Steve keeps predicting the beats of the story. Stop being a screenwriter, all right? (laughs) Sorry, buddy. It's what I do. I don't get much money for it, but it's how I pay my mortgage. There you go. Makoto can't hear him at this point. He's in too deep and he can't feel his orgasm. Coming. (laughs) (laughs) Remembering the condom he actually put on this time, he doesn't bother. Well, this got dark. Oh, man, I'm glad you didn't notice all the other came in. I probably should tell him to go to a doctor. I kind (laughs) of love that I have to fill in those gaps mentally. Quite obviously, (laughs) the fingers are already doing something else. (laughs) He doesn't bother to ask Takaru whether he wants to come inside him. (laughs) Makoto slows his speed just a little and shoves in as deep as he can get. He knows Takaru must be so overstimulated, but he can't get himself to stop. Finally! (laughs) Makoto's orgasm overtakes him, releasing into the condom and hearing Takaru keen loudly. Are you okay? No. Makoto immediately feels regret for having fucked him that hard. What? Is he like a self-hating Catholic? Look, would you be happy to be in this story? I mean... No. Would it get me out of having to do my hosting duties? If so, yes. I bet a common writer probably gets paid well. Let's keep this in mind. I'm in the story. I I take the ass fucking and then I'm a... I heard that I'm a cut. I'm, I'm a cut. This is the radio edit. No, no, no. He, the way he cut out made it sound like he just said, "I." At the end of the story, you know, I was like, "Fucking," but I'm still a cock. Perfect. <laughs> he knows that he must have abused Takaru's hole. <laughs> Takaru groans, pulling himself forward and off Makoto's dick before. F- nah, you should have done the Harry Osborne so good from Spider-Man. Wait, Harry Osborne so good. No, don't confuse him. It's a bad thing. Oh fuck! I fucked him up. I was <laughs> impressed by the Teen Girl Squad so good personally. Oh wait, no, that was in Spider-Man Three, right? Where he's like so good. Yeah, and he rolls his eyes and and then he shit winks and then he just ducks under the table. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what? <laughs> Sam Raimi, what were you fucking doing, dude? No, the wife just comes over and goes, what are you doing? She's like, he's like, shh. They can't know I'm here. I'm really fucking with my friend. And then she looks out the window. <laughs> All right, please and finish Maguire's your fucking like, read already, Dave. <laughs> I want to talk about Tobey Maguire. I want to talk about Spider-Man Andrew Garfield. He's my wife. We can do that after the show. Takaru groans, pulling himself forward and off Makoto's dick before flopping on his back on the futon. Makoto's face turns even more red as he ties the condom and quickly throws it into the nearest trash can and walks back over to the futon. Takaru is splayed out on his back looking looking like there is nowhere in the world he'd rather be. Your dick is so good! Makoto Nijin! Takaru mumbles, rolling his head to the side and falling back asleep instantly. Takaru! Makoto groans, flopping down on the futon, pulling Takaru into his arms. That's it? Wait, do I have to read that last part? Yeah, yeah. you have to read that last part. Shit. All right. Just kidding. Just kidding, Nietzsche. Oh, that motherfucker. Yeah, he's, he's, a, real, he's a real player, <laughs> if you know what I mean. T- 
Takaru replies, placing his head on Makoto's chest. I give you so much. You know what? No, I don't. It's you know that. Okay, I got a drink. Makoto has decided that he will just be <laughs> blushing forever if he's going to be around Takaru. I guess that's the life he has chosen. I love you too, Takaru. And then there's an explosion. Oh shit, it's Lord Zed. He's gonna get us. <laughs> Lord Zed is not a commentator! Anyways. You fucking casual! <laughs> Guess what? It's fiction. I'm fictitiously inserting Lord Zed into the show, all right? No, it's not canon. The butt sex is canon, but... Well, Lord Zed is not canon either. Thank you, Dave. I'm steamrolling now. Anyways, here's Wonderwall. (laughs) (laughs) Why is the Wonderwall in, like, a minor chord? I don't normally do this. Today is going to be the day No! Why would you put him in the boo box? Don't put their guest in the boo box. That's David's place. Yeah. Did you like your little time in the boo box, Mark? We've done our best to make it nice and furnished. Thanks to my um, personal rule of never listening to anything you say, I missed what you said. Could you please repeat that? (laughs) 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 All right. We do have our next story ready to rock. This is, in my defense, I didn't know at the time. And it's by um, Piotr. Piotr? Piotr. And this is a uh, a Metal Gear fic. And first up is going to be Bark. Yes, Bark. Barkin'. Bark being refereed by TiVo. <laughs> We're out of Bark license plates. Summary. Otakon figures it would be best oh, to inform well, Snake. Summary. I'm going to get more alcohol. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> summary. Otakon figures it would be best Stop to read this while Steve goes to get now. more alcohol to inform Snake that he totally tapped his twin brother's ass. All right. I'm going to just read this in my dour ass Mark voice. Chapter one. In my defense, I didn't know at the time. Hey, Snake. Snake wasn't sure he liked that tone of voice. He glanced over to where Otakon was sitting on the bed next to him with his knees drawn up to his bare chest, staring determinedly at his feet. I'm noticing that is a recurring theme. Knees to chest. That was in the last story, and it's in this one. It's called a fetal position. I just brought over the whole bottle. Is that okay? You're gonna need it. Sweet. Yeah? Snake said cautiously. I, um, we need to talk. Snake didn't like the sound of that. He sat up. (laughs) Whoa, talking sounds like some bitch shit. About what? I have a a confession to make, Snake. Oh, he really didn't like the sound of that. Instead of looking at Otakon, Snake stared at the end of the bed. The blankets were bunched there, kicked almost off the mattress by their vigorous lovemaking about ten minutes ago. (laughs) Go ahead. So they were role-playing as Makoto and Takaru. (laughs) (laughs) It all makes sense. Otakon was silent for a few moments before clearing his throat awkwardly and leading with so you know how before the whole uh incident happened foxhound was at shadow moses for a couple weeks i don't know what this means i still haven't played a metal gear game snake relaxed assuming that this had something to do with sniper wolf otakon sounded like he was building up to something embarrassing but not traumatic so snake figured that he was about to tell him something he would have assumed as much anyways he peed on himself that's what he's gonna mention oh god there's piss everywhere i had a really vicious jellyfish sting i had to do it yeah did something happen you could uh, say that snake raised an eyebrow silently as opposed to very loudly raising an eyebrow I am glad we're finally here to talk about everybody's loud ass eyebrows. Okay, subway rides, every side eye, 
Defnick. Today on Maori. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, that joke broke me a little bit. Otakon was blushing and avoiding eye contact. Most likely, he'd been fibbing when he told Snake that the last person he'd slept with before him had been vague. I vaguely referred to, quote, older woman, unquote, that he had lost his virginity to. Side note, Snake still couldn't believe that Otakon hadn't been a virgin by the time he got to him, and Otakon similarly couldn't believe that Snake was. Otakon had been the first person he'd ever felt this close to, though. So, uh... He says as he's two inches from his face. So this is ending B. Isn't ending B the one where the, the Kita Inu dog is controlling everything from the console? No, that's Silent Hill. Oh, yeah, okay. that's Silent Hill, too. Yeah. I thought it was shared universes between that, because it's all Konami shit. It's all Konami. No, you're right. It's all pachinko <laughs> machines. <laughs> then everybody gets a medal but Chewie. It's- <laughs> Metal Gear Survive is better than Phantom Pain, I said it. <laughs> The Star Wars Holiday Special is better than, well, everything else in that universe. I said Yes! It. Thank you! Somebody else who agrees with me! I'm so happy! Wait, said Metal Gear Solid was better than The Phantom Pain? No, I said Metal Gear Survive was better than The Phantom Pain. Oh, I didn't play either of them yet, so <laughs> yeah, I don't It's know. fine, you're not missing anything. But yeah, none of the other Star Wars movies have... Be Arthur. They get an immediate zero out of five. Precisely! Finally! Someone gets it! Yep. And Harvey Corman. Harvey Corman. Whip, whip, stir, 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 whip. So, uh, Otakon glanced at Snake's face. Maybe you can guess where this is going? No. I really can't. Snake tilted his head and shrugged, noncommittal. Otakon shifted uncomfortably, resettling with his hands, nervously twisting in his lap. Okay, so, uh, your brother. Brother! Snake blinked. Excuse me? Otakon bit his lip. Your brother. He said again. This is about him, actually. He what? I fucked him. <gasps> Snake stared. But you're both clones, so it's the same thing. Really. Yeah, it literally is the same thing. I mean, I guess it would be an older woman at that point, right? Because, <laughs> you know, Liquid Snake, he's basically a woman. What? And he has all the dominant genes like a woman does. I'm so confused. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I've learned so much from my dog. I'm just, my head's tilted slightly to the right. And one eyebrow is raised. Silently or? Or loudly. I didn't hear it. No, the loud one. I muted myself so that this did not subject you all to it. <laughs> Otakon's cheeks got pinker. Uh, a couple of times, actually. <laughs> He clarified, staring down at his hands. It was kind of weird. We ended up splitting it off about a week and a half before he started his takeover. Snake blinked again, trying and failing to process this. What? He said. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a fucking episode of Lost. David Hayter fucking saying that he's just like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Can we crowdfund getting David Hayter on the show? No. Shit, I would love for that to happen. We don't have any cred. You don't need cred, you need money. I'm a fucking actor. I know how this shit works. I don't have money either. <laughs> we get $116 a month that's barely enough to pay for chairs. He must have sounded angry because Otakon looked up at him in alarm. Oh, not like that, he said quickly. It was consensual and all. Actually, I topped. <laughs> <laughs> What? Snake rubbed a hand over his face in confusion. Otakon, start over. Okay, uh, let's go back to the beginning of the story. <laughs> no. Nah. All right. Hey, Snake. Snake wasn't sure he liked that tone of voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, next up is me being refereed by Val. Otakon made a gesture like he was pushing his glasses up his nose, although at the moment he wasn't wearing them, so he poked himself in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> he just nerd glasses? Yep. <laughs> It happens when you wear glasses for so long. Sometimes you just have this tick. It's never happened to me ever. Yeah, me neither. He didn't seem to notice. All right. 
he said in kind of a small voice. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> That's your best solid snake, Steve. I don't know what he sounds like. He's like, ah. Uh, all right. All right. Kept you waiting, huh? All right. No. Eh. <laughs> it was pretty terrible, but it's fine. Continue. <laughs> Good. As long as I'm disappointing, then I'm doing my job. Just like in sex. Yeah. Oh, Steve is okay at sex. It makes me sad. Look, as long as somebody gets a participation trophy, I'm fine. Yes. <laughs> it started the first day we got there when we were introduced. He, well, apparently he thought I was cute. Snake wasn't sure how to feel <laughs> about Liquid having the same opinion on Otakon as he did. Liquid! I mean, they're clones, so they would clearly have, like, the same... Yeah, but they have different life experiences. They wouldn't have the same opinion. Yeah, exactly. I know, but, like... They're different people. Don't bring logic into the story! Kojima never fucking did! (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, trying to bring logic into a Metal Gear story is kind of not a good idea. The Metal Gear story is the simple version of the Kingdom Hearts story. Uh, Yeah. We've talked about this before. (laughs) So the next couple days, he, well, I don't really want to say he was stalking me. It was more like he was just trying really hard to find excuses to start conversations with me. I noticed you've used the bathroom three times today. What's up with that? <laughs> what? I mean, it's a 12-hour shift. How often do you use the bathroom? I have to pee quite often because I drink a lot of water during the shift. Yeah, quote, water. Water, cocaine. <laughs> he paused, then added, he wasn't very good at it. Duh. Seriously? Snake said. Yeah, I mean... It was pretty normal when he was talking with about Metal Gear or Foxhound, or I'm sorry, that's all caps, or Foxhound or himself. But once we got away from those subjects, he was really awkward. Huh. <laughs> all right, Steve, you know, the scene in Metal Gear Solid 3 where he just starts going nuts about the gun. No, not you. The other Steve, real Steve. Yes. <laughs> so there's a scene in Metal Gear Solid 3 where Snake is given a gun by a girl with some really fantastic titties. <laughs> And, um, She's a spy. It's okay. It's part of her character. It's not sexist. Like, literally, that's part of her character is that she has them nice-ass titties. She got fake tits in order to fuck men to steal fucking government secrets. Yeah, it's it's like, what well, is canon. I, I understand. Continue. Now, no, we need to talk more about these tits. Now, all right. So these tits, which were at least double Ds, by the way, <laughs> um, they, they, they... Like, she gave them, or she gave Snake a gun, and Snake was like, oh my god, it's a Walter PPK 797. He's like, lists off all of the stats of it, and it ends with like, and every bit of this gun is given a nice orange zest finish, or whatever. It's really ridiculous. How That's what I imagine Liquid Snake is like, with the mission briefings that he's giving. He's like, yes, what we'll do is we'll go in there with the Metal Gear, get all of the nukes, and then make the Dapper Chief die via nanomachines. His heart is perfect. And then Otacon's like, well, that's, uh, that, that, that's cool. Huh. It was kind of adorable. There was long pause, and Otacon started. Somehow Snake thought that he hadn't really intended to say that last part out loud. Anyway, Otacon said, flushing again. After a few days, I think he got impatient and just cornered me in a hallway and asked me to fuck him. Will you please put it in my snake hole? Did he? And I thought, well... He tried so hard, so... I'm not gonna friendzone him, he's such a nice guy! (laughs) Yeah, he clearly doesn't have any stability issues. Again, Snake scrubbed a hand over his face. A few days? Otakon had had sex with Liquid after only knowing him for a few days? What a Snake Snake himself had lived with the man for a year and a half! Before getting a taste of him. (laughs) Maybe that was the wrong thing to take away. Uh, so 
We had sex, Otakon said with a helpless shrug, and all I could think the whole time was how weird it was. He could have snapped me in half like a twig, although... He's like, this is just like one of my Japanese animes. <laughs> no, yaoi's. Oh, yeah, I guess. Although, I didn't really know at that point that he really wouldn't have any reservations doing it, but still, God, Snake, he was very, uh, submissive. I mean, I know I tease you for liking the bottom sometimes, but compared to him... Oh, yes, yes, superior clown! I have the inferior genes! Oh, yes, I have the inferior genes now, brother! Dimly, Snake wondered why Otakon felt the need to explain in this much detail, but mostly he was just trying to compare his mental image of Liquid, a violent, sociopathic jackass, with the durability of an irradiated cockroach who was so hell-bent on revenge that he'd literally literally come back from the dead to fuck up Snake's life some more with the picture Otakon was painting. You know, this isn't supposed to be good, right? Because that was actually not bad. <laughs> that was not a bad image. That was pretty well done. No, occasionally we'll get something that's really well written because the author resisted the urge to one-hand type. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. but, the, but the subject matter itself is awful. We cover the whole spectrum of bad. Yes. Hats off to you, invisible person who clearly exists and, you know, holds down a day job and says, thank you at Circle K. Definitely isn't Steve-O. Oh, absolutely yeah. not, no. Irradiated cockroach? That's just amazing. Alright, so here's a radiated cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. I'll have it finished by the time the, the show's done. Great. <laughs> Today is gonna be the day that I escape outside this house. Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe... Right. Something, something Jewish mouse. <laughs> the thing writes itself. After all, I'm an irradiated cockroach. Yeah, Otakon said, catching Snake's expression. <laughs> he really didn't want him to finish singing that stupid song. <laughs> I didn't really know how to reconcile it either, especially when he locked me in my office. He added, gesticulating vaguely. I honestly thought he was going to kill me, so obviously I was scared, but at the same time, I was also thinking, but I totally made this guy my bitch, and he loved it. But that was a while after we broke it off, as I said. Why'd you break up? Snake asked. Otakon wrinkled his nose. We didn't really break up, Snake. It wasn't really a relationship. We just slept together sometimes. Next up is Val being refereed by Sean. Hooray! Friends with benefits, you know. Except without the friends part. After the first time we had sex, we kind of stopped having personal conversations. So enemies with benefits? No, just co-workers with benefits. Frenemies. No, not frenemies. We're taking this back to emo town again. Okay. You can't spell frenulum without part of frenemies. I don't have a frenulum. But you couldn't spell it without... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Where was I? You were in your house. Yes, I still am. Thank you for reminding me. I'm gonna drink more. (laughs) Anyways, here's champagne supernova. It's just not as funny. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Someday you will find me the radiated cockroach. (laughs) We just talked as required for work, and every couple of nights he'd tell me to meet him in his quarters. I... I always did. Oh, Snake said flatly. So why did you split it off? I'm still not sure. Just one night after we were done, he turned to me and said, We can't do this again. My partner's getting angry at me for sleeping with you and says I'm not allowed to anymore. Partner? I have no idea. 
The only other time it mentioned his partner was when he commented that he doesn't often get to have sex because his partner keeps him on a bit of a short leash. If you catch my cold. I don't, but I would prefer you to keep your germs to yourself. <laughs> Snake thought it over. Liquid? A partner? And apparently one who dictated whether or not it was allowed to fuck someone else. Although that clearly wasn't a normal arrangement, Snake was surprised nonetheless. He'd never stopped to consider that Liquid of all people had actually personal relationships. <gasps> he said again. I still don't know if I was cuckolding someone or not, Otakon said. Or if I was unknowingly part of some weird sex game, or... Who knows, Snake said. Not a very good game show on Nickelodeon, this sex game. So much slime. So much slime that's come. Oh, no! They just tint it for color. As long as it's not red. Oh, that would be weird. It's pretty fucked up of you guys to read the Metal Gear fanfic when I'm not here. Holy shit! <laughs> it's Logan! And he ruined my plan! Damn it, Logan! Who's Logan? I'm not part of this. Logan is the other co-host of the show. Oh, okay. He's co-host three of five. Collect them all. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. <laughs> yeah, Otacon frowned sadly. Good sex, though. Was it? Otakon went red again. Well, you know, he looked off to the side, his fingers twisting together again. He was... Mm. Snake found himself getting angry at the weird nostalgic fondness in Otakon's voice, and he didn't know if it was jealousy or just the fact that Liquid was... Well, liquid. And he had locked Otakon in his office and also tried to kill Snake on multiple occasions and now Snake's lover was talking about how he heat fuck Liquid on multiple occasions and enjoyed it. The heat heat is terrible. You need to stop laughing so much while trying to read Val, please. He 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 he. Well, it's not my fault the author added so many he's. So very funny. <laughs> You'd have a ha in there. Ha. Uh, ha. Who's better? Snake said sourly. Him or me? Hodokan looked at him in surprise. Huh? Nani? Nani? Nanu desuka? Ise jungu. Who's a better lay? Otakon opened his mouth and closed it again. Uh, how am I supposed to answer that, Snake? So it was liquid. Pat Buchanan. <laughs> Pat Buchanan. I mean, Otakon said quickly. Who's a better lay? Pat Buchanan or Ross Perot? Walter Mondale. Ah! Ralph Nader. Ross Perot. I, I admire his spirit. Yeah, he has, <laughs> a really, he has a really cool natural history museum in Dallas, too. Yeah, I respect that. It turns me on. Plus, he also gets to interject and always say, Will you let me finish? And so, Will you let me finish? Yeah, he oh, Ross Perot. comes on my ass. It's so nice. He's, he's, <laughs> he'll wait. He'll wait for permission to come. That's Okay, I'm going to back off now. That is a gentleman. <laughs> I mean... Otakon said quickly, Come on, Snake, this isn't fair. I mean, for one thing, you two are identical, so it's not like one of you is hotter than the other. Exactly! And for another thing, um, okay, so you know I like to top, and he totally let me do that every single time and all, but... Hold on a second. L Logan was trying to say something, but he got drowned out by the liquid. What was that? Well, they don't even look the same. <laughs> <laughs> We've already gone over the recessive and the dominant genes, Logan. You're way too late to this Metal Gear Solid's fic. They talked about the X chromosome being the dominant dominance of the Y in that scenario. That's why he has long hair. What? <laughs> <laughs> they both have mullets, so they both have long hair. Yeah. No, in the first game, Snake doesn't have a mullet, only Lick. Only Lick. <laughs> only, only Lick. Um, and for another thing, um, okay, so you know I like the top and you totally let me do that every single time and all, but, but Snake, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. 
Snake turned away, absolutely not pouting. I get it. Guys, I think he's pouting. Sounds like he's pouting. (laughs) Snake pouting is an image I have trouble bringing into my head. Goddamn crab broke my knife. (laughs) (laughs) He felt Otakon's arms around his waist. No vomiting in the house. Where are you? Snake, there was nothing between us. And even if we, well, even if we were only attracted to each other because we were both starved for affection, if we had anything, he ruined it when he took me hostage. Hmm. That is kind of a deal breaker, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Snake, I love you. I love you because you didn't take me hostage. <laughs> <laughs> that is my only list of... <laughs> I'm loving the cutoff. It's so great. <laughs> so anything I did with Liquid... It doesn't even compare. Is that so? Otakon's hands started creeping down and Snake felt him nuzzle the back of his neck. <laughs> Snake kind of wanted to keep being mad about the whole situation, but there was no point. Otakon hadn't even met him yet when he'd slept with Liquid, and if Snake was being honest with himself, the fact that Otakon had had his life threatened by the last guy he'd fucked was probably a big part of the reason why he'd been so hesitant to go all the way with Snake. And besides, they, Snake was still naked, so there was no barrier between Otakon's soft hands and his dick. He sighed, pushing languidly into Otakon's touch. You said you made him your bitch, he said. Uh-huh. He was moaning like a whore. Show me how you did it. And so Snake got laid for the second time that night, in parenthesis, and it was very good, very enthusiastic and passionate. And afterwards, he put the whole issue of Otakon dicking liquid out of his thoughts. <laughs> Mostly. There was just one more niggling little question in the back of his head. Were there any other sexual misadventures Otakon hadn't told him about yet? There was that time that I had sex with Metal Gear. There was that time that he had sex with his stepmother. And all of Sniper Wolves' wolves. And the irradiated cockroach. (laughs) And the controller after Psycho Mantis took control of it. Yeah, you gotta insert it in your ass. (laughs) (laughs) So it's Otakon sitting on the table as the controller moves and he's just buzzing around. Like fucking air hockey. Put the controller in your ass and feel my telekinesis. (laughs) I will control your orgasm. Watch. <laughs> oh, God. He really hoped the answer was no. So I like how the story ends on a maybe sequel. Okay, so has anybody figured out why they felt the need to tell them this? Because that's the thing I'm still hung up on. He probably just feels guilty and wants to be honest with the person he loves. It's also for covering up the fact that during that first session of sex, he accidentally yelled liquid. (laughs) liquid! Liquid! It wasn't because he was very thirsty. (laughs) I personally have not had this experience more than like maybe three or four times, so I'm having a hard time relating to it. What, shouting uh, liquid when you come? Having sex with someone's clone slash brother slash arch nemesis? All of the above. Next up is Roots of Life, A Cradle to Love by Comics Next. Oh, no, not this. No, no, yeah. no. And next up is Sean being refereed by Logan. All right. Roots of Life, A Cradle to Love by Comics Next. Our favorite contestant. Summary. Let me read the summary. I want to read the summary. No. Shut up, Steve. I... No, I want Sean to read the no, summary. No, I want Liquid to read the summary. <laughs> <Yes>. Snake. <laughs> summary. Timmy is alone, and something funny happens with his body. The man inside him awakes. In the heart of such a young lad, how can he cope with those transformations? Chapter 1, Roots of Life, A Cradle to Love. Oh, great. 
So the John Tesh version of Take a Look at Me Now is playing in the background. Take a look at me now. <laughs> now that I am just an empty space. Nothing left here to remind me. Just a memory of the day. <laughs> Take a good look at me now. <laughs> no. Just a memory of your face. I'm still standing here. So, so Dave, in a Meowie Halloween, is liquid character for you. Oh, excellent. Yes, I will do that. <laughs> Give me the part. I will work for free. <laughs> Perfect, because after my car accident, I have no money. Yay! He will work for exposure. You know what? There are people who, who find me very amusing, so I'll take it. Like, I'll be the sleeper hit fan guy. David will work for indecent exposure. Do we have room on the uh, movie for Mark's base? Yeah, absolutely. I'll fucking put everything in this movie. I don't care. <laughs> Meowie Christmas was my safe one. That one made a profit in two months. Meowie Halloween, I'm just making to honor my rat before it dies. Well, I've got a bunch of Christmas songs that you can use for the Halloween movie. Oh, Perfect. Yeah, no, Merry Halloween, I'm going nuts. Like, I don't I don't care at all. I'm going fucking crazy. Just play all the Christmas music backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you're listening, watch Meowie Christmas on Prime Video. It is the only Christmas talking cat movie about a cat that watches Alex Jones. So far. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Anyways, here's Crazy Train. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. But that's all cool. Meow, 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 meow. Millions of people waiting <laughs> as meow, fools. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> Sean, power through. <laughs> I've listened to dropouts. I've listened I can to edit this. Just read. <laughs> the author. Hi, people. I don't own Fairly Odd Parents and don't make any profit from it. Thank God. <laughs> Roots of Life, a cradle to love. Wanda and Cosmo were not in the house. They went to Fairy World to deal with personal issues, and Timmy is alone today. He is a little bored. Go ahead and pronounce that colon for me. <laughs> he is a little bored, colon. <laughs> Damn! Without wishes, I'm a sad boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, that takes on a new meaning in this day and age. Yeah. yeah. Vicky is at home and admonish him. <laughs> Go and clean that bathroom, you pest. Okay, Vicky. Uh, who's talking to me? Uh, Vicky is not his sister. Is she the babysitter? Yeah, it's the babysitter. It's the evil babysitter. It's been so long since I've watched it. I'm like, it's either the babysitter or the sister or both. You also didn't understand English when you watched Ooh. it. <laughs> I was slightly proficient in English. Just enough to understand uh, the gist of it. You can't say you were proficient in English. You thought Dragon Ball Z's theme song was Dragon Ball Z. That's not her. That's France as a fucking country. Yeah, that's Guess where she's from? French Canada. No, I'm not from France. I am from Quebec, you racist American. Yeah, yeah. but guess what Quebec is in? French That's Canada. That's a reference to Carousel, which you can buy at silverspotlightfilms.com. Right <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, here's Guile's theme. <laughs> My name is Guile. I am going to fight. You can't win against me. I'm superior clone. I came out at my wedding to the theme from Street Fighter 4 and it was fucking awesome. Yes. Oh, indestructible? Yeah. Dude, that's fucking rad. Ask Steve, it was fucking awesome. Ask me after the show. We have things to read. <laughs> nah, man, we're talking about Steve's wedding for the rest of the show. <laughs> anyway, here's my wedding. Sorry, I don't know that one. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to write a song called Sorry I Don't Know That One. Can I do guest rap as Liquid Snake? Shut up and yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait! 
Clean the bathroom floor with this toothbrush. You are fucked, Timmy. <laughs> and Timmy goes, cursing her silently. Unlike his fucking eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> when he arrives in the bathroom, the ground is dirty, full of moss, vomit, and shit. Ew. Vomit and shit. There's no Oxford comma there. Menstrual blood covered the walls. The walls? I don't like this ride that Willy Wonka made. (laughs) (laughs) There's no earthly way of knowing. (laughs) It says, knowing where we're rowing. Have the gates of hell really opened? (laughs) Fuck, man. That's some messed up shit going on. (laughs) Sean, please read. Pigeon dung is inside he toilet. There is a strange white and yellow substance hanging on the ceiling? Sailing. 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 Timmy doesn't know what it is, but looks like sticky milky candy. (laughs) Ew. Uh, yummy. I'm I'm sorry, but it's yummy. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Yummy. The mirror above the sink has some scribings made with dog shit. (laughs) What the fuck? How does he know it's dog shit? You just know after a while, okay? Yeah. Ah, uh, clearly, I'm sorry. I have a cat, so. <laughs> D. Crocker and Rex met here. Timmy's parents made a party yesterday, and the guests enjoyed the place like there's no tomorrow. With a dog? Yes. Yeah. It's a red rocket. Yeah. You know, I don't like that Quake 3 mod where they replace the guns with dogs. <laughs> they are at a trip now, and only next month will return. Because it's holidays. A month-long holiday? Sign me in. I'm doing that. I actually have a lot of friends that take month-long vacations all the time. I wish I had that luxury. Fucking millennials. <laughs> Steve-O, you're a millennial. Fuck. He's a what now? He's a millennial. The millennial. Millennial. He's a milf. I've had a whole bottle of wine, so give me a break. I'm not even English. Oh, God. All right, I'll go get the bucket. <laughs> I've only had a half a bottle of American honey, so let's keep this going. Yes, please. Cheers, Val. Yes, cheers. Tink. Timmy now spends his time with Vicky as she, the good nanny she is, makes our little hero works and get a grip of the workings of our labor-directed society. She said one day, Timmy, you think I make you work like a pig? But you really are my apprentice. Having a craft is good to your future, and no one can take that from you. Now, lick my boots, you bastard! Wow. Yeah, Timmy would thanks her in the future, when he will be a self-made techno-savvy hooker basher. What? What? I have yeah. no idea. Not a good it. career to list on LinkedIn. <laughs> no. But the best American Tales sequel. The son of a bitch. American Tales of Techno Savvy Hooker Basher. <laughs> it just is great. It just as the great Abraham Lincoln said, the more you work in the youth, the less you have to do in this senescence. The, the less you have to in this senescence. 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 The less you have to in the senescence. 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 Shut up! (laughs) You can buy their t-shirts at Hot Topic. Now, where's my cunt? Abraham Lincoln invented the joke slate. What? I thought you were going to say Abraham Lincoln invented the cunt. Well, he did. Why did Abraham Lincoln say, now where's my cunt? I don't know. (laughs) Because he said it. No, Timmy want to cry, but his knee... But he knees. But he knees himself and start to clean the ground. But the dirt is so ironed on the ground, he must make strong muscles to try to clean it. After a while, foking the brush, it flies on the air from his hands. He tries to catch it, but the brush falls on the ground, and it gets stuck 
upstanding with the bristle side out of the mud, like a flag. I'm saluting right now. Timmy go to pick it, but he slips on a piece of opu. <laughs> <laughs> a piece of poo. <laughs> I like a piece of opu instead. Like yeah, a piece of poo. Piece of poo. And his ass hits bullseye on the toothbrush. Was he doing that naked? Obviously. It tears his pants, maybe. Am I the only one who cleans the house naked? Apparently. How do you clean the bathroom? No, I clean the house naked all the fucking time. But do you clean the front of the house? Oh, no, no. I'm outside, like, doing the gutters naked. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, but I would make them pay because this is VIP. If you have to pee, go quickly because you're refereeing next. Whenever I'm a special guest at conventions, uh, my booth is also free kisses or two dollars if you're a guy and i always make 46 dollars at least every single convention i'm a slut (laughs) (laughs) that's the episode title just i'm a slut i make 46 dollars every time i'm a slut i didn't even (laughs) think that i could offer that at my merch stand i thought our episode title was gonna be a plate of laundry Nobody laughed. All right, well. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. We still love you. I like a plate of laundry because that was my mistake. So I also came up with, I came up with both title jokes. You're welcome. I'm drinking more. All right. Well, from now on, Dave's part will be played by Steve Brzezinski every week. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so I don't have to do this anymore? Nope. Send me back my mic and shit. No, you are never released from your fatal contract bonds. Damn it. Now lick my boots, bastard. All right, go ahead. Not the licking (laughs) The toothbrush go all the way inside Timmy's anus, and he spits a moan. Oh, 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 Now, Timmy is seating on the ground with the toothbrush inside his butt as he tries to stand up to toothbrush. Still stuck in the mud, slowly massages his prostate. As he goes up, the toothbrush exit his anus. How much fucking mud is in this bathroom? A lot. Like, that's insane. That's my problem with the story so far. His parents are fairly odd. It's an outside stall, and actually it was in the middle of a drag race. No, no, it's more like a scene from Silent Hill. I mean, there's blood all over the walls. That too. So, a mud drag in the middle of Silent Hill. Timmy's with his buttocks covered with shit, vomit, and shocked old beer. And he is mildly distraught. What? What happened? He didn't knew, but for the first time in his life, he felt pleasure. He kept looking at the toothbrush in the mud, thinking, piece of philosophy. <laughs> what if he tried again? And he did. Next up is, who is it? I think it's Logan being refereed by Val. Okay. Oh. You have to say every H. <laughs> oh, H, 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 H. That's so toothsome. Uh. <laughs> and he began to go up and down. Whee! While the his buttocks slapped on the five oh there you go, five inch five inch poo crust on the ground. <laughs> the shit was spilling all around. Mind you, I picked this story specifically because the six words were said. I don't care. Fuck me up. You did this, Mark! <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst one he's ever written. No, that's that for Snape Professor and Lover. Yeah. That one got taken down, right? Yeah, that was the story so bad that they uh, they removed it from the internet. We have the last remaining copy. Yep. yep. Well, there's another copy. There's like four copies now, but I think they all got it from us. Well, you know what I have? What? what? More alcohol. Yay! No, I thought you were going to say chlamydia. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. My ex accused me of giving her chlamydia, but I tested negative. 
while she tested positive. Oh. Guess what happened? That's a great story, buddy. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I felt real good after finding out my test result. Mainly on the brush, his back, and the new petunias bowl his mom bought last week. The orange petunia flower was not understanding. What's the big deal with t- timey? Timey. <laughs> What's the big deal with timey? God damn it, no. So I was ripping VHSs this week, and I swear there were four tapes that were nothing but goddamn Seinfeld reruns. Yeah, I also like to test my strength by ripping VHS tapes in half. <laughs> <laughs> He One moaned. of them had my dad's porn. <laughs> I was trying to throw in a Seinfeld like bass thing, but I can't play slap bass. So <laughs> sorry, man. That's me trying. So <laughs> perfect. It's better than me. That's it. That's the new theme song to the show. Thank you. I've been Mark the Sea. This has been my special guest hey, Friday night we're not fan fiction. Yet. We're not done. No, oh, we're you. clapping, so we're done, Steve. All right, that's the end of the show. Now let's talk about Spider-Man. All no. right, so Spider-Man no. was a guy who <laughs> was spider <laughs> But she is not a, <laughs> a costume. <laughs> a costume. With the humanity source of inspiration for great no. art. No, 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 there, there's no S. The humanity source of... I didn't, there, I didn't say any S. You said inspiration. Yeah, it's inspiration, not inspiration. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the humanity source of inspiration for great art and conquests that brought our civilization to the state of art, evolution, our prime. This is fucking nonsense. Our primate cousins never dreamed of. Plants, after all, don't like to touch their sexual partners. They are full of don't touch me and. Hey, you AIDS-filled daisy fucker. Sex. <laughs> You're not going to drill my gynoceum today. <laughs> Your are not. Your are not. If somebody ever has road rage against me, I'm just going to pull out that line and say, Hey, you AIDS-filled daisy, daisy fucker. fucker. <laughs> Beautiful. Some flowers can be very upset if someone crossed their perfect world's bubble of blandness. That's why humanity conquered the house. <laughs> yes, that house. That house. Just like Corey. Uh, I've read ahead. I'm drinking. We've already read ahead. Timus, Timus, Timmy's, Timmy's penis got very hard, but not too much. <laughs> he don't have a lot of meat in his dong to support a decent boner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad the secret's finally out. I just shove beef chuck into my urethra to make sure I'm hard for hours on end. That's how you get a decent boner. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work, Steve-O. You're able to do that now that you've had your sounding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a cavern was, in there. He was working his way up to that. Yep. I'm up to six pounds of chuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for a ten-year-old kid, he's just good at a nog. That's just good enough. That's just good a nog. But his famosis, what a big deal. Was it? Was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that word's correct. Jesus. It's very difficult to read with a giant mic filter in my face. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I can also tell you it is not easy to deal with it. Like I'm trying to find a good position for it. Yeah. Where I'm not just like turn my head sideways the whole time. You turn away from the mic to breathe in. <gasps> is that relevant? No, because I'm breathing directly into my mic. Oh, shit. It's just like, just like, <laughs> but his famosis was a big deal. He couldn't retreat all of his foreskin to achieve total pleasure. 
that bitch mom of his never told him about the musculatory exercises. Now he have to go under the knife. Maybe when he gets a bit older. When he get a bit older. No, don't do that. The foreskin's way better for you. I mean, that's a horrible idea. Yeah, but if you have phimosis, you cannot retract it. It does say phimosis. I'm sorry. You're yeah, right. No, we talked about that at length during our most recent episode of Night Horse Media's Naked Opinions. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember talking about phimosis. Because you weren't there. You weren't there, and you missed Sean saying in the most creepy voice, I'm the only one here that has it, and it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of glad I missed that, because I was taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that inside it, his penis have a nest of happy couple of ticks. No, of a. Of a happy couple of ticks. They like the lack of water and soap and suck their nourishment from that small and contemptible piece of flesh Timmy calls Dong. Guys, I'm really fucked up right now hearing that part. Yeah. <laughs> he never bothered to put them out because he can't reach them. Damn foreskin. <laughs> oh my god. Timmy, you must be thankful to not know about the cut-uncut debate. It's better this way. <laughs> I damn thee. I cast thee out of my phimosis. So, after some ups and downs, Timmy decides to try his penis. Om nom 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 nom. Colon. Oh, why I feel my pissing pipe hot and calling my attention? <laughs> yep. Maybe he wants affection and comfort. That's what I say every time I masturbate. So Timmy starts to pay his due to his loneliness covered and despised, no, dispissed dong <laughs> in all his impossibility. He manages... Na no. No, 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 no. Hey, let me riff. No, I'm going to ref myself. No. <laughs> I'm allowed to correct myself. He manags to masturbated his dong. Pleasure aside, Timmy clearly doesn't know what he is doing. No. Don't know what he is doing. Shut up, Sean! I'm helping. Like, shake and bake. I'm drunk, but I can still do my job! But if he likes, who am I to contest? Oh, this toothbrush in my ass is so delicious. If only I had a place to accommodate my lustful and frequently ignored dick. Accommodate. <laughs> <laughs> Accommodate my lustful and frequently ignored dick. But Timmy knew he had. He looked over the bathroom. That's quite obviously bathroom. <laughs> and saw the petunia in the bowl. If you know what I mean. The petunia looked Timmy and knew. <laughs> Damn. Now she is really fucked up. Being the sexual toy of a horny, unintelligent... Yep. <laughs> unintelligent. Unintelligent. An unintelligent boy is something a flower can't afford in her untouched and sanitized life. How much do houseplants usually cost? Like, like 15 bucks? It depends what you buy. A, pet a petunia? Mm, I, I guess. With the pot. What would the roses say? Those bitches. <laughs> They'd be real thorny about the situation. Roses know how to please a man. They like every moment of their pitiful, whoresome lives. A 12-pack of petunias is $11. Okay, all right, so Timmy can afford quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. But a petunia have a reputation. No, not a reputation. Re reputation. <laughs> 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 I don't even know how to fucking say that word. Reputation. Reputation. No one should be forced to cope with the society ideals of pleasure and entertainment. As Karl Marx said, every flower is a plant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Carl, we all agree with you. 
I don't. He's a way better lyricist than his brother Richard. <laughs> but Timmy didn't knew Karl Marx. He only knew Plato's Republic. He only read. He only read Plato's Republic. Timocracy is the way an honored society should be ruled. Plants and flowers are not free from this rule. Only mangoes, they are anarchists and must be destroyed. Damn mangoes. I've read the Communist Manifesto, and I swear there's nothing mentioned about mangoes. <laughs> no, you need to read the Anarchist Cookbook to find the stuff about mangoes. Yeah, but that's not written by Karl Marx. Okay, Karl Marx, I apologize. Did you know in the Anarchist Cookbook it teaches you how to steal mango from a bookstore? <laughs> You just put it in your pocket because it's really small. <laughs> no, just like fit it in your mouth. Toss the whole thing in your mouth. Don't worry about them salivation stains. It <laughs> makes the eating better. Timmy picked gently the petunia. He looked her stigma. It was really beautiful color. No, really beautiful mouth of her. Her lipstick was very red. That girl was pure, but light, strong, and sensual colors. Maybe she was keeping her body to the right man. Nevertheless. There's no that. No. <laughs> Nevertheless. Nevertheless. Timmy approached his... <laughs> you can do it, Logan. I believe in you. It's not highlighted as red, so it's a correct word. Ah, uh, that'd be uh, candidious. Candidious. Yep. Infected lips at the mouthful stigma and kissed her gently. <laughs> we're going to we're going to look up what that fucking word means. Candidiasis? Yeah. Uh it has to do with candid. No, oh, it's a kind of yeast infection. Our two guests are going to be reading the last two pages. <laughs> so first yes. up is Steve being refereed by Dave. Oh, oh shit. Hey, you got the finale. I got the shitty page four. I don't have the finale. Mark has the finale. I have to just listen to you read. Oh, damn. I thought you were the guest, even though you were on the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to have another drink. He is going to die. Nah, man. You haven't Ooh. met Steve. He knows how to hold his booze. Remember to drink a lot of water and get some painkillers. No, don't mix painkillers. Wait, no, no, don't no. Don't mix painkillers and water. Come on, Steve, here, here's the rule. Steve, every time you take a drink, you have to take a drink. Okay. I need to take another drink. Uh, okay. My wife is home! Hi, wife! <laughs> and thus, Steve was gone. Hi, Timmy. No, I'm still here. My wife is home. Alina is the actress and co-writer of Carousel. I've been drinking. I'm doing Fan Fiction Fridays, even though it's Wednesday. Oh, shit. Did I just spoil when we record No, this? it's okay. No, it's part of the joke. Please say hi to her from me and my wife. Uh, Dave, Dave says hi. Val says hi. Oh, I think hi. Val is not my wife. Judy is my wife. No, no, no. <laughs> Steve, that was a damn convincing French Canadian accent you just pulled <laughs> off there. Thank you. We're almost done with I you. I want to hear about Timmy. Okay, well, I'm going to read page four right now. But this Go is the story. So you're going to be confused about like where we're at in the plot. It's okay. Plot there's forward. no real plot. Oh boy, have fun with this first line. Timmy was a pre. Pube scent boy. Pube scent boy. But Pube he scent. would never forget the four. P not with a perfect dame like that smelling petunia. Literally a flower. <laughs> she felt uneasy. How outrageous! What does he want? She never was so disrespected like that, my dear Petunia. No, that's not disrespected. Oh, you're right. Disrespected. Good job, Dave. Like that. <laughs> you're welcome. My dear Petunia, if you permit me, I must say, don't get so nervous. 
this boy is discovering his own body. There is a phase in the life of a boy where he must experiment the world. No, there isn't. Opening his mind to all of the joys and awesomenesses our so short lives provide us. Steve-O, I would like to point out that instead of a petunia, you use a latex glove. Yep. Dep- depriving him from this could cause serious brain damage. What? <laughs> <laughs> what indeed? Yes, I know he already have brain damage. Ellipsis, but ellipsis. All right, Mark, start playing damage. Um, well, ellipsis. Damage. You are helpless, and he is going to rape you anyway. <laughs> so, ahem. Damage. Let me continue. <laughs> Timmy was holding her by her green stem. He was oobing her gentle there, and obviously, she didn't like it. That was tickling her. And she started to sweat. But she will not admit this. She was kind of liking. It's been some time since a ladybug climbed in her skinny body. Wait, is he trying to say that it's been a while? Yes, yes. It's, been a while. it's been a while since <laughs> I've gone. But a always do. It was a friend of her. Actually, more like a, how must I say this? A girlfriend. <gasps> they lived Togter <laughs> at the Botanic Garden and were very happy. But one day, a terrible flood struck the city and the chaos ensued. And suddenly Sonic 2006 starts playing. We're going to take another drink. Oh. <laughs> Which means I need to take another drink. <laughs> uh, okay. Millions of dollars in damage. And a life has been taken. <gasps> yes, you know what happened. No, I don't. <laughs> the torrential rain took away the poop ladybug. <laughs> the petunia got devastated. She sucks herself in the alcoholic consumption and forgot all her friends. Life got very shitty for her and no one <laughs> extended a hand. No one offered help. She actually got alienated from society when they discovered her homosexual behavior. That was intolerable. So, the petunia departed. Flowers lead much more interesting lives than I was led to believe. You had no idea how... Yeah, I mean, I always thought that dogs and cats did interesting shit while we were gone, but fucking plants are just blowing them out of the water. Yeah, I'm waiting for Morgan Freeman to show up and be like, the life of a flower is one that is filled with mystery and danger. When she arrived at Timmy's house... Before you continue, so it's Morgan Freeman narrating March of the Penguins, and suddenly a petunia shows up and punches one of the penguins right the fuck out. Oh, Jesus. I can't believe that just happened. Did you see <laughs> She only wanted to be alone. The bathroom was the perfect sanctuary for her. The light shining window maintained a bit of comfort inside her so broken and inconsolable pedicle? Yeah, yeah, pedicle. Days passed and she only meditated, maintaining a monastic and isolated life. It's not maintaining, it's maintaining. Maintaining, yes. But the peace was broken. Timmy! David, stop typing and ref. <laughs> oh, um, 
Timmy. That retarded bastard! Wow. Just came out and said that, huh? Had to discover the carnal pleasures today? Well, she had not much to do. So the Petunia just tried to stay calm and not despair. But Timmy immediately punched her in his penis. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you that was that fast! Family. She had no time to catch her breath. Timmy was already fucking her engorged anther. Oh my god, my penis and anther. The penis was small, so he did not hurt the delicate petunia. Timmy Turner is a real stupid boy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the only coherent <laughs> sentence in the entire fucking story. <laughs> yeah. I love this next second. Doesn't he Doesn't he know sex is not all fucks? Yeah! Breaking up like that, I heard, doesn't he know sex is not all nuts and gum? Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, it's pretty close. Yeah. I take it Mr. Radzinski is enjoying his time on the show and probably wants to come back, but we should probably install one of those breathalyzers that he has to do after every <laughs> section. Oh, like those car, like cars, yeah. I have to blow into my microphone like dick. <laughs> doesn't he know sex is not all fucked and comes? Foreplay plays a big part in a relationship between man and plant. You must not rush to satisfy your primal urges without regards to your vegetal lover. It's very unpolite to do that. But who am I? Who I this? am. Who I oh, am. Damn it, Dave! What? Dave? You got to it first. They're not even trying. But who I am to teach this little moron what are manners at the bed. They're not even in bed. They're in the bathroom. Yep. They're in and the bathroom. Covered in inches of shit. You. And taking us home is Mark being refereed by David because he didn't do his job the first time. I did my job. I just did poorly. <laughs> David, we're going to dock your pay. I don't get paid. <laughs> David, we're going to dock your penis. Oh, God. You're getting docked even more so. every day. I'm uh, going to do this beat poet style. I've got a tambourine and uh, we're going right, to get the snaps out. out. We're gonna get real groovy with this. I I can't snap with one hand because my thumb is physically disformed and I have arthritis in my other hand, so it's very difficult. Oh, hi, doggy. David, focus on story, not dog. But he's a good boy. <laughs> he's a good boy. You need to ref. I am. Does, does he still have his knot? Uh, I don't think he does, no. Well, usually now when they... they... We're gonna bring this cool hep cat. His name's Mark with a C. Laid on me, fat daddy. Yeah. Timmy was enjoying himself with all that. The petunia's orange petals were very soft and gentle. Besides the fact that that flower was being raped by that brat over a pool <laughs> oh, of shit and cat's menstruation. <laughs> the petunia. Sorry, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go back though. Holy I'm gonna shit. do it though. The fact that you were using the tambourine and making a jazz made cats. Okay, where was I? Cats menstruation. Here we go. The petunia tried to maintain a brackish environment for them. She was even enjoying a bit. All right, before you continue, Mark, are you hitting on two and four or one and three? It's jazz, <laughs> so I'm playing nothing but the wrong notes, but very quietly. <laughs> her lesbianism could not be an excuse to offer her benevolence towards the penis of others. But after some ten minutes, she was really enjoying it. <laughs> Forgetting about the past is healthy sometimes. 
for that moment. But just says forgetting. <laughs> no, it's forget time. It's now forget time. Don't stop my creativity. <laughs> for that moment, the petunia stopped torturing herself about the ladybug and permitted her body to satisfy a long-weighted looseness like a breaker boredom and introversion. It's not a shame to give yourself to another one, Petunia. <laughs> Ladybug will always be at your memory. She's probably happy to see you live in your life like never before. After those one-day-whole minutes, Timmy, feel it coming. Why are you playing hot cross buns? <laughs> it's probably the only song he knows. <laughs> coming soon from Friday Night Fan Fiction Records, Recorder for Lovers. I bet there's a YouTube of it. Hold on. <laughs> yep, on recorder. After those wandyful minutes, Timmy feel it coming. His first spurt of joy. It came a little hurting through his penis. It was strange. It was not very joyful. Timmy's first organs was awkward. <laughs> but it came and the fruitful juice washed all over the magnificent petals of that now rejuvenated petunia. I have to point out, a fan has said in the chat, I wonder how many unwanted pregnancies this show has caused. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly not one for Val. Yeah. Uh, it's about to get a lot hotter, folks. Well, my wife just came home, so let me get back to you guys. <laughs> I'm, gonna f- I'm gonna fuck you like a petunia, honey. <laughs> The cum entered her feminine Corolla and filled her with something that is more than pleasure. Something that means hope. The message she was waiting all of her life for. Eat it, Joe's. Eat it, Joe's. <laughs> I really like Joe's reaching out to the hipster movement with these new beatnik-style commercials. <laughs> they know what the kids like. The fr of that moment is eternal in her mind. And the walls dissolve in a dream that came true. A dream she will never forget. Epilogue! Ow, 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 God, it hurts. Whose thumb is saying ow? <laughs> Timmy cleaned the petunia and put her in her bowl. The bathroom got neat and Timmy went to conclude his house chores for today. The petunia is happy. Post epilogue! <laughs> it's been a week. Let me see how the petunia's going. She probably made some friends and all that. Hey, petunia, how do you... What, what? This pot belly of yours? No, not a pot belly? Don't tell me. No, this can't be. You're pregnant? The end for now! Alright, I'm selling merch over in the uh, lobby, and we've got a tip jar, and listen, all the artists that you've heard tonight, they're all independent, they could really use your support. Thank you, I'm Mark with a C, host of Friday Night Fan Fiction. Um, I'd like to thank Steve-O, and everybody else who interrupted me, and... It's been a, a blast to be here, guys. Thanks so much. I could only afford to drive or eat, so I drove. I ate my toenails for a snack. I <laughs> 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 uh, t-shirt. All right, which one do you want? You want the one with the Dawkins, the one with the Africa, or do you want the one with the FNF gym where you eat your gains? I mean, obviously the Africa. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> should, you should get the gym t-shirt where we talk about eating our own cum. Well, you don't want to waste anything. You want to recycle it. Yeah. That's, what, that's exactly, that's the whole thing. He gets it. This man gets it. <laughs> no, I actually... I read an article about it, and you know, the first time I ever read such a thing was like, 
you know, a phenomenon that people did because I, I think I read this when I was like 12, 13, 14. It was actually in a Rolling Stone magazine profiling a white supremacist leader. And that was, <laughs> wow! seriously, this was what he quoted for having the power to, I, I don't know, fight whatever it was he disliked. Um... And he, he claimed that it was just eating his own semen and he meant it totally seriously. So this like six page Rolling Stone spread m- should have been about Nazis, mostly about eating your own cum. That's amazing. <laughs> and people say journalism's dead. Uh, speaking <laughs> of dead, uh, this show is dead. Thank you very much to our hosts, David, Logan, Valerie, Sean. It's always a pleasure to see you guys and snap fingers at you. Well, I hope you're happy to see me. You're drunk, Val. Go home. Or we <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go get tacos. Oh, oh I tacos. tacos. <laughs> I also want tacos. Steve-O, can you give me tacos? Steve-O, I never want to see a flower too. again, personally. I, I would also like to thank uh, our, our amazing guests, Steve and Mark. I know you probably didn't, but I hope you had a good time. I had a great time, and I hope some of your listeners buy my movie to justify me <laughs> fucking being here. These <laughs> movies are worth it. I'm completely sober, and I had a great time. Okay, that's Thank great. you very Fantastic. much for having Mark me. Mark, we're deceased. Oh, yes, also worth it. Daddy, give me tacos. We'd oh, love to have you again. Yes, we'd love to have both of you again. Season 7 starts at the beginning of September. If you guys want to come back, we'll have you uh, sign up again. Yeah, let's record the episode right now. I mean, we're all here. Yeah, right now, we're uh, all here. Let's just go. <laughs> I'll get the careless whisper on recorder. <laughs> Thank you very much to our patrons, not recorder guy, 172. That's not a patron. Yeah, yeah. don't give a shout out to not recorder guy, 172. He hasn't paid us yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'll list off all my patrons, too. Um, there's Sandy Amberg and Andy Sandberg and Andy Amberg and Andy <laughs> Sandy Lamberg. Thank you. Someone else gets that. Thank you so much to our patrons, specifically our genital guardians, Afrohawk, Grass Dragon, Cameron Lee, Mueller, Chris Chalfont, Discuss, Dizdon Plays, Epidel, Eric Lemieux, Evan Balmel, Joshua Burns Rivera, Matthew Wayne Jordan, Michael Foch, Miri, Niami Rose, Samantha, Samuel Flynn, Sarah for the win, Shaded Spider, Steve Sickle, and The Waffle. You guys are fucking awesome. Thank you for my new chair. Yep. He sits with the fishes. Also, uh... Silverspotlightfilms.com. Yeah, Silver Spotlight Films. Thank you from Dave's new microphone. In case you didn't notice, Dave didn't have any of that clippy bullshit that normally happens, right? I never have any clippy bullshit to begin with. You what always you have about? clippy bullshit literally every episode. Yeah. Like, hold on. Steve, this is the first time you've been on the show, yes? Yes. Yes. Also, first time for me as well. So clearly, you can say <laughs> without a doubt that I've never had that clippy bullshit. You, I mean, every single time I've listened to you while I was on the show, I've never heard bullshit. Yeah, he's never heard it, Steve. Mark, this is your first time on the show, yes? Probably. Well, no, I was on a crossover once years ago. One of the hosts was on Painkillers. That's what I remember most. That was oh, was that the episode where Steve-O was on Painkillers? Probably. Steve, why were you doing opiates on the show? I don't think it was Steve. <laughs> it wasn't me. I don't have... An- yeah, I, I definitely wasn't taking a bunch of painkillers tonight. Oh, my the God. The episode Dude. is somewhere in the Nerdy Show archives, but I remember specifically one member that was not part of the Nerdy Show crew was on painkillers and said it a lot. It wasn't me. Was he also talking about circus peanuts a lot? You know, you should be lucky that I remember seven years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I'm around loud music a lot, so the brain meets. You know, they've all 
liquefied and whatnot. And they've been tenderized. Look, I just read some shit about petunias. I, I could use a little consideration. Oh my Speaking god! Speaking of circus penis, when do I kill the fiend? Come to the Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits. Race to the Ends of the Earth by Louisa. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.